folks. First episode of this kind of leave and search geography series, we're going to look at plate tectonics. Um, as I kind of alluded to in the last podcast, um, I have this analogy that the geography leave and search leave and search course is like building a house. So, um, we get our foundations in place, and the rest will kind of fall in place. This chapter on plate tectonics would be kind of part of the foundations here, so I like to kind of put a good amount of time and work onto it. Um, if we just look at what we need to know from the outside of the chapter, um, there's kind of five things I've identified here that we can kind of just put our focus towards. Number one, so the layers of the earth and their functions. Number two, the difference between continental and oceanic crust. Number three, the 11 major crustal plates and the boundaries that they form. Number four, convection currents and how they move plates. Number five, the theories of continental drift and sea floor spreading and kind of focusing on their proof. So what kind of proves that they're actually real theories? I'm going to quickly get into the content here because there's a good bit to get through. So number the first thing that we've kind of identified from the outside of the chapter that we need to know the earth structure. So we need to be able to name and label the earth structure and kind of briefly describe their um, functions. So the earth structure kind of goes from the inside out, inner core, outer core, lower mantle, asthenosphere, lithosphere, continental crust, oceanic crust. This is nothing new to you. This is kind of knowledge that we're, we're building on from the junior cert. We're changing words to from kind of upper mantle to asthenosphere, lithosphere, and crust to continental crust, oceanic crust. But it's not too big of a step up from actually the junior cert kind of level. Um, looking at our second thing and what we what we identified that we need to know was the difference between continental and oceanic crust. This is a really simple way that we can kind of break this down. I describe continental crust as thick and light. So it can be up to 45 kilometers in depth and it's usually made of kind of lighter igneous rocks such as granite. Um, oceanic crust then, just the, it's kind of the opposite. So it's just skinny and heavy, I describe it. It can be up to eight kilometers in depth and it's usually made of kind of heavier, denser igneous rocks such as basalt. So it's just what the ocean floor is kind of made up in continental we'd have that lighter kind of igneous rock of granite. Um, going on to number three, we need to be able to kind of look at the map and identify the 11 major crustal plates and the boundaries that they form. I don't like to put too much emphasis on this in this chapter as as you get further down the course, you start to kind of become accustomed to the plate names and where them plates are. I don't like to just sit here and say, learn that map off by heart. Um, as we get further down the course, as we start building our house, then crustal, name, crustal names become just, um, they become a lot easier to identify for us. So don't worry if you if you can't just look at the map and learn 11 plates off. You'll start to use them in, in your different essays and different short answers. You'll see how it comes up in different chapters. And that's how I like to kind of build that knowledge around the crustal plates. Okay, so number four, this is where... This is probably the most important part of this chapter here for me, and you'll kind of identify how this can be used in in nearly all of the essays in the regional or in the physical section. Sorry, on well, anyway, in the first five or six essays that that can be asked on the physical section, and that is convection currents and how they move plates. I break this down to kind of five simple steps and a diagram. 
obviously it'll be hard for me to get this diagram across a podcast to you but i'm going to talk at you my kind of five steps to describe how convection currents work so step number one magma deep in the mantle is heated by the earth's core step number two it becomes hotter rises towards the crust and we can kind of make the analogy here of it's the same way boiling water rises so if you're ever kind of boiling eggs over the hob and you see that water rising from the bottom of the pot to the top of the pot that's exactly what what's happening here in the mantle and um, magma is heated by the kind of by the core of the earth the core is like the radiator of the earth as that magma is heated in the mantle it rises towards the crust step number three as the magma reaches the upper mantle it begins to cool and it becomes what we know as semi-molten. That's our key word here. That's where we're going to kind of tick that off as a keyword that needs to be mentioned in our answer. So magma reaches the upper mantle. It starts to cool as it gets further away from the heat source and becomes what we know as semi-molten. Number four, that cooling magma moves sides, sideways across the mantle, causing friction on the Earth's crust. And this results in circular motions in the mantle that cause plates to move that's our five simple steps of convection currents that could that could make up two srps in an essay for you and it's really really important information to know it's also important to be kind of nail a little diagram there for that i just i'm a simple man here i just go for little circular motions in the mantle that kind of show the, the crust being moved by the convection currents and finally here, just moving on to the last two kind of important pieces of content that we have to cover from this chapter is the theories of continental drift and seafloor spreading. I like to break this down into two sections. We First, we give a brief description of what that theory was. And then secondly, we discuss the, discuss the proofs of that theory. So for con continental drift here, the place we could start is describing Alfred Wegener. So he's the guy who kind of highlighted this theory and this theory is that it's the idea that all land masses were once joined together in a supercontinent called Pangaea. I always make reference to David Attenborough's shows here. He gives a really good description and kind of visual representation of how these land masses were once um, joined together and how they separated over time in his new documentary, Seven Worlds, One Planet. So give that a, give that a watch there. It's, it's really actually good TV and it is beneficial for the geography course. Um, as that kind of we could elaborate on that even further by saying as time went on they broke into two smaller continents called Gondwanaland and Laurasia before again convection currents taking place causing crustal movement and kind of leaving the crustal plates as we know them today four proofs for this theory first one continental fit so if we look at the world map it literally looks like the coastlines of different continents fit together like a jigsaw piece um, like we could look at the Americas Europe and Africa they the coastlines literally look like they'd fit together like a jigsaw second proof and um, massing matching plant and animal fossils so the same fossils are just found on different continents number three matching rock folds so identical fold mountains formed on are found on different continents again so if we look at like the east coast of america right through to like the highlands of scotland they're all the same kind of fold mountain range and that just um highlights this idea that they were once connected and finally this this idea of glacial deposits so there's evidence of kind of glacial material left behind in africa obviously it's too warm in africa to kind of and um, for a glacier to survive so that just kind of again highlights that content was maybe located at a different location on the earth second theory we need to discuss is seafloor spreading 
This idea was kind of originated by Harry Hess and it's the, this idea that mid-ocean ridges are points where new sea, fl sea floor is created. And so as convection currents cause plates to pull apart, magma rises up through the gap in the plate, cools quickly to form basalt rock and new ocean floor. Two proofs that we can quickly discuss here is the age of the sea floor. So um, it, rock samples have been taken from the Atlantic Ocean floor and they show that rock is actually older the further away from a mid-ocean ridge we get. So this just indicates that new rock is forming at these mid-ocean ridges and pushing older rock further away from the ridge. Secondly, we can look at the ocean sedi sediment. So in the same way that kind of furniture gets covered in dust in our house, so does the ocean floor. Um, so over time, as the ocean floor floor gets covered in sediment we can kind of just see that there's thicker sediment or thicker layers of dust on the ocean floor further away from the ocean ridges so that just indicates again that that rocket is older and it's been there for longer okay last segment linking to an exam or just kind of an exam breakdown so the plate tectonics question um, in relation to the shore questions can kind of be asked in three different ways so we'd be looking at the structure of the earth diagram that's where it's important we nail that diagram we have our kind of seven layers from the inside from the inner core right out to the oceanic crust and we need to be able to label the plates on a world map so naming and labeling plates that'll become easier as we progress down the book again then we need to be able to kind of look at a mid-Atlantic ridge diagram or a mid-ocean ridge diagram, label that, basically describe the simple processes that are taking place there. Moving on to the 20 markers, um, once again, the structure of the earth can come up. It will come up, it'll be asking for a bit more detail, so maybe it'll be asked to describe the process of convection currents. Um, one year that kind of threw people off was it asked for a definition of endogenic forces. So they're the forces that are within the Earth's crust that cause the plate movement. That question kind of threw people off, but it's just asking that in a, in a different kind of way. Then 30 markers, the kind of big essay questions. And we'll be looking at, the only way it's really asked is to discuss the theory of plate tectonics. A lot of, a lot of students will overlook this question as they don't like discussing theories, but it's a really, really simple question where we can use easy content to get really, really like, comprehensive answer so we'd break that question down into kind of three parts continental drift convection currents sea floor spreading five srps each that means we, we can use we can discuss our proofs of the theories we can throw in diagrams for mid-ocean ridges and convection currents it's a really really easy way for us to build up our srps and i'm going to leave it there folks speak soon